Welcome to the Better Than Healthy podcast, where I help you go beyond the numbers and rules you were taught about health to create the results that you really want, feeling better, consistently taking care of yourself, and loving yourself more. I'm your host, Ashley Brathman. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode. I just got back from a walk. We have a nice sunny day. I'm loving the spring weather. And I was thinking while I was on the walk about the topic we covered last week with food neutrality, and it got me thinking again about body neutrality and body positivity and really curating a better body image and a better relationship with our body. So I'm not, I don't think I'm going to call this episode exactly body neutrality. I don't really have a name for what I teach around body image because I don't really find, at least that I'm aware of, that my approach really fits with any of the current movements with it's not fully body positivity and it's not fully body neutrality. It's kind of a combination. And I'll tell you why. Body positivity can get a little bit too focused on like loving your body always. And like no matter what, just loving your body, which can be a great thing to work towards, but it doesn't always connect with people when they aren't loving their bodies or when they're having a day. Because I mean, even now, having really grown my relationship with my body, I still have days where a bad body image day or one where I just really have to work harder at holding that emotion of feeling love towards my body versus other days where it feels a lot easier. So it's a little bit too one-sided of an approach. And then body neutrality which can be nice because it takes that pressure off on those days where you might just not be feeling the best with your body. That's nice because it's not really loving, just taking that pressure to have the black or white or if I love my hate my body, I just accept my body. And feeling that bringing in that neutrality, like we talked about with food, towards our body. But then it puts an emphasis on really appreciating what your body can do for you, which I think can also be great, but I have seen where people embrace the body neutrality and really focus, like focus on what your body is able to do rather than what it looks like, which can be good. But I know I've worked with people and I've talked to people who then like what they appreciate their body for is being able to run five miles. And then if a life, something changes and they stop being able to run the five miles, then they like stop having that appreciation for their body. Because when we're appreciating what our body can do and growing what we're capable of, if something happens that impacts what we're capable of, then it can really interrupt that relationship we are building with ourselves because we're no longer capable of the thing that we are appreciating about our body being capable of. So what I have tried to create with myself and what I teach other people, if this is the way that they want to go, because obviously anyone, even if you're working with me, you don't have to follow the way that I think about it. You can think about it in your own way is really a combination of like plucking the best of these different ideas to really support us in creating the relationship that we want with our body. Because I want the aspects of body positivity that are pulling in as much love for my body. And I want to pull in the aspects that are just accepting my body as it is in this moment, because this is the body I have in this moment. So I might as well learn to love and appreciate where I am right now and what my body is right now. But I really wanted to cultivate a unconditional relationship with my body and myself. Because when we talk about that unconditional love, then it's not dependent on staying a certain size. It's not dependent on maintaining capabilities in our body. And I really leaned into some of the principles of 
like loving what is in this moment when I was creating this relationship with my body because one of the thoughts I decided to really believe in my body is that it is always perfect exactly how it is because that's how it is. Because if I'm fighting with like, oh, this should be this size or this should be different or I should still be able to do this thing or I should have be able to lift a higher weight. Like when I'm going down that path, which is something I've done many, many times in the past before really building this relationship with myself, then like it was always denying what currently was. It was fighting with the reality of the size of my body or what my body was capable of doing in that moment. And there is always something that you can find to complain about about your body. And there are always things that you can find to appreciate and love about your body. So why not choose to look for those things that we can appreciate and love about our body? And without attaching to that being the reason that we love our body. Because when I start from that place of like, my body is perfect as I just as it is. Like I love my body right as it is because this is the way it is. I can appreciate the current and look for those reasons. And I don't attach myself to a specific attribute or a specific quality when it comes to that. It's more of really looking for what I can appreciate in this moment about my body. And one of those is really being able to trust my body and really being able to believe in hunger of Oluski, believe in my like that relationship and that connection that I built and that awareness that I've built with my body. Because when I do that, then I don't have to worry about how the food that's available around me is changing. I don't have to worry about how what's available for me for a workout that day. And I don't have to think about all of those factors outside of me that could influence me. It's really that in, it's really turning inside because that's how I found we can really build that unconditional relationship with our body is when we're constantly just like turning inside with it instead of looking to the people and the things and the culture around us. It's similar to when we are pulling in those I am statements, because when we're making like an I am statement about ourselves, like we're really claiming that as part of our identity. So it's like I worked with somebody who was like, I am a half marathon runner, like I'm a runner. And when, because of some health changes, because of pregnancy, some different things that impacted their training and all of that, they were no longer somebody who was running a half marathon and that changed their ability to appreciate exercise because they were constantly comparing to themselves to the past. That's why I really like to bring things to where our body is in the moment and not attaching to one thing. It really comes to the idea of attachment, which is something that we can really, really deep dive into. I could really do an old, a whole individual episode on that in itself because we can really attach ourselves to, it's like that feeling of like grasping onto this idea of like, this is the thing that is going to make me feel better. That's going to make me okay. Or if this happens, I will not be okay. And then we can get so wrapped up into whether or not that's happening that we don't feel okay without the thing or with the thing we're not okay. Whichever way it is, which feels different from getting into that place of like being committed 
to an unconditional relationship with their body. And we can still work towards goals. We can still work towards like, I would love to be able to do X, Y, Z. Like if it is, oh, I'd love to be able to run a half marathon. We can still work towards that goal without making it mean something big about ourselves. It's that same idea of what we were talking about last week, where sometimes in health and diet culture, we can attach to the foods we're eating to how worthy we are as a person versus just letting it be. Like, this is just something I want to do. And then we like do it just because it's something we want to do versus like, I need to do this to prove to myself that I can do it. Because if you have that feeling of like, I need to prove that I can do it. So like, what does doing it mean about you? And what does not doing it mean about you? Because if it's something like running a half marathon, maybe it's I'm healthy or I'm disciplined or I'm successful, whatever it is that we're attaching to us that we would make it mean about ourselves. If we don't do it, what does that make us? Does that mean we are a failure, that we are lazy, that we are a quitter? Like, what are we making that mean about us? Because that's where the attachment piece is coming in versus really cleaning up our desire to be like, this is just something that I want to do. And like, I'm already a successful person. Like, I'm already all those things that I think accomplishing this will make me be. And I just want to do this. And yes, you can use those things to build your relationship. Yes, you can choose whatever things you want to have important in your relationship with yourself. And when changes happen in our life, we may still feel a shift in our relationship with ourselves that we need to process. And that's okay. What I like about this approach is really is just choosing the aspects that work the best for you and are easiest for you to adopt. Because I didn't start at the place where I could get to the fully neutral. It was really, it's a process to build that relationship with yourself. But as you're doing that, you can choose the beliefs that fit the best for you to build whatever you want your relationship with yourself to look like. If you want that to be based more on appearance, go ahead. If you want that to be based on physical capabilities, go ahead. You just want this neutral where you don't feel strongly about your body one way or another. That's your choice. It's more challenging in the beginning when we have all these ideas of what it's supposed to look like with our relationship with ourselves, with what we are supposed to work towards with health, with fitness, with all of those things. We can take on other people's goals You could even take on my goals and the way that I want to look at it. And it may not be right for you. And you're trying to fit yourself to the way I look at it, which even though I want to help you with this, and I found this approach in the way that I have my beliefs really work for me, but they may still not be right for you, which is why I try to get very personal in applying it through your filter of how do these beliefs sit with me? What do I want them to look like? Because when it's generated from you, it'll resonate more. And when it's coming from your mind, your way of being through your filter of your life experiences and what you enjoy experiencing the most, that's when it'll really fit with you. And that's when it'll really align and thrive for you because it's really, you're the one creating it. And it evolves easier as you evolve and grow as a person because it's starting where you are versus trying to be where somebody else is. I think it's very useful to take ideas from other people to try them on and see how they fit. It's like when you go into a dressing room and try on a new piece of clothing and then decide if it's something that you like, you can do that with these ideas. You can even 
try them on for months at a time and see because sometimes trying those on will help to kind of stimulate and increase your own ideas of what you want it to look like. Because body image and how we see ourselves is something that's curated and created over time. It's not just something that we really flip a switch on and change overnight. And there are some changes we can make quickly. And sometimes people can have moments where like, it's like flipping a switch where it's just like, you know what? I'm done talking negatively about myself. I've seen people do that where it just flips in their mind and they just don't talk negatively about themselves anymore and they are able to change that aspect of their relationship with themselves. But more often what I see is people make that decision, then they spend time, whether it's days, whether it's weeks or months, where different situations pop up, they feel triggered to talk negatively about themselves, and then they slowly start to catch that. And as they catch that, they can remind themselves, like, I don't really want to talk to myself that way anymore. And like, I see that pattern. I know it's a pattern that I used to think a lot. So it makes sense that it's coming up. Nothing's gone wrong that it is coming up. And I don't believe that anymore. And so then you could allow that old pattern to be there without engaging in it, without going down that rabbit hole of continuing to talk negatively about yourself in that way of fueling the fire. Like you're not sitting there like, oh yeah, and this thing I don't like, and this thing I don't like, and adding to that experience. It's just allowing like, oh, this is here. It's something I've done a lot in the past and I'm working to let it go. And over time, adding in the other piece of that, which is like, and now this is what I believe about myself. I believe that I always love my body as it is. I believe that my body is here to take care of me and I take care of my body. I believe that I love my body. I respect my body, that I want to do what makes my body feel good, that I trust my body in working. Then you start to feed into those and then you start practicing what you want to believe about your body. And that's how you start to make that shift is it starts with seeing what you don't like or what you don't want, just being with it, understanding it and processing it and practicing that new way that you want to be. Because the more and more times you do that, the more you'll start to shift how you view yourself. You'll shift that relationship with yourself and with your body to really cultivate what you want it to look like. All right. Well, that is this week's episode, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Better Than Healthy podcast. If you want to learn to trust yourself around foods, you can stop overeating and feel more comfortable in your body. I want to invite you to join my coaching program. Come visit me at foodpeacenutrition.com to learn more.